Hey guys, it's Ann Snyder here with another episode of the Gateway to Growth podcast, and I am just so excited to share with you today's conversation, which is honestly one of the most important and profound topics I think that I have shared with you to date. And um, as you'll see, this is my takeaway from reading Brene Brown's Atlas of the Heart. And this episode is about the loneliness chapter in her book and what I learned from reading that, which is you'll find, I hope, I think, (laughs) mind blowing as I did. Um, It's pretty crazy. But the really fun part about today's episode is it actually is turning out to be part one of a two part larger conversation conversation. Part two, I just recorded a few days ago and didn't realize that I had done this episode until I was already almost done with my most recent one, which turns out to be more of a personal account of my own relationship with loneliness and how I navigated through that space. And I, as I was doing that, it was only when I was like mid-recording that I thought, geez, it really feels like I've shared this with you guys before. And then I went back and saw, oh my gosh, I did these recordings all about loneliness a few months ago. But I think like having this information um, that we learn from Brene's teachings and all of the research that she went through in order order to come up with her conclusions. I think having this part first is really important. And then you'll hear part two, which is more of my personal account with, you know, this, the loneliness story, um, later on. So definitely you're going to want to keep your eyes peeled and listen to part two, which will be coming up in just a few days. So let me know what you think. I would love to hear from you You guys know I go crazy when I get uh, messages from you in my DMS. It just totally makes my day. There's nothing I love more than actually starting a real life conversation with you about the topics that we discuss here on the podcast. And of course, you know, hearing from you about what you might want to talk about or how it's impactful for you is just like the whole reason that I'm here. So if you want to get in touch, I'm at the underscore and Snyder on Instagram, and I would absolutely love to hear from you. But without further ado, let's dive right in. Oh my goodness, I feel like I just had one of those lightning, light bulb moments, whatever you want to call them, and I'm just so excited to hash this out a little bit. So I am continuing on my journey with Brittany Brown's Atlas of the Heart. Um, As you know, I've been making my way through this book slowly because it's there's a lot to digest and I feel like every single one of her words is so powerful that I have to like reread it or re-listen to it because to get the full understanding right so I'm currently listening to the part about loneliness and for a long time I felt very very lonely very lonely in my parenting journey and just like where I was in life, just the whole thing. And I think like it is my loneliness that led me to starting this podcast and going on this, I don't know, like personal development slash spiritual journey that I'm on because I just kept having this nagging feeling like, gosh, I'm feeling really lonely and I don't know why. And she's talking about how loneliness is very different than being alone. Being alone is like when you're actually in 
solitude, you know, that can be very healing. There's so many great things about that. And just because you're in solitude doesn't mean you're lonely and you can feel lonely in a room full of people. Um, and (laughs) I think that's probably more, more like my experience is feeling lonely, even though I don't usually get too much time to myself, usually with other people. And I love those people very much, but there's something about feeling, um, you know, like true belonging, she says, like this feeling of true belonging and connection and in a social setting. So not so much familial, although that is helpful too, but you also have to have a feeling of true belonging as it relates to a social group. And I did not have that for a long time. You know, we moved, I became a stay-at-home mom, I, you know, had another child and stuff. All of those things kind of just situationally led to me not being out in the world as much. And I think like just the opportunities for connections were lessened. Um, and I became very lonely and, and as I was, you know, lonely, I was going through all these like identity questions and stuff, just trying to figure out where I fit because I didn't find myself in a phase of life that I had previously predicted. And so it was hard to figure out like where do these puzzle pieces fit? So, um, I just think the, the hardest part for me, and this is what she touched on this for a quick second, but I was like, that's the crux of it for me, is the shame that we feel around being lonely. Like, I don't know if I've said that before on here, but, and I think because there's a lot of shame associated with saying that like oh you're lonely oh it's almost like a feeling of weakness or you know depression or just like all these negatively um perceived things even though even though those things aren't negative right but it has this this socially um constructed idea about what loneliness looks like. Ooh, like kind of like, Ooh, you're lonely. Ooh, like, I don't know what's wrong with you. Why don't you have friends? You know, if I had mentioned this in my friend circle or like, you know, with long distance friends and stuff, and I may have, you know, I think I probably was shy about mentioning it because I was worried I would be met with this. Oh, well, why, why don't you have friends? Like, what's going on that you don't have any friends, you know, and then, and then it would make me think like, gosh, what is going on with me that I don't have any friends, you know, and, and that's not even the situation that I don't have friends. It's that it's just the, the way that life circumstances have worked out. My time to be able to commit to, to friendships is different. Um, and it's different. Like I'm not used to that, right? I grew up surrounded by friends and like college all of that stuff even like as a young professional in law school everything you know friends were a huge part of my life and then I was in this found myself in this season where I wasn't able to show up in the same way that I wanted to as a friend and um I found I found those friendships just looking different you know and 
I think it was just like, it was like a growing season for me, but now looking back, I can see that I was feeling very lonely. And the worst part is I was afraid to say it. You know, I would say, I was afraid to, to say that out loud. Like I would say that to people close to me and they'd be like, oh, you have such a beautiful life. What do you, what do you have to be lonely? You know, like it almost felt like I wasn't allowed to feel that. And listening to this book, I, I just had the biggest aha moment because her, her, she was talking about research, um, the leading research on loneliness. And they found that loneliness is actually a biological, neurological, biological, chemical reaction in our body that lets us know that we are in need of human interaction in a in a really connected like belonging way and let me see if I can try to unpack that a little bit for you she said that it the feeling of loneliness is our body's way of telling us that we have an innate need as as important excuse me and crucial as hunger and thirst Hunger tells us when we need food to fuel our body. Thirst tells us when we need water. Um, Loneliness tells us when we need this connection. And it is as primal a need as any to keep us alive. Did you know, this is crazy, but did you know that they had loneliness as the second leading cause of death in 2018, I think it was. It was like second to heart disease. Loneliness, because we don't realize the biological effect that loneliness has on our body. And like being someone who went through a period of loneliness and like, I wouldn't say I'm necessarily out of it, but I am not where I was. So I feel like that's progress. I just feel like I can, I can totally understand where, how that happens. Like I can understand, like we are a primal species. We need, we are tribal rather. We're a tribal species. We need true belonging and connection in order to feel whole. Um, and I just thought that this was such an interesting part of the book for me, like to, you know, it provided a real opportunity for me to reflect on, on loneliness and why I had such trouble coming clean about it. And, you know, there's some discussion about the historical, um, background of loneliness. Like it used to be defined as like, you know, this, this mental condition that was like for the, you know, it was not something that people wanted to have. It was looked on, looked upon as very like unfortunate, um, low, low level kind of situation. And so it, it's no wonder that we have this social sort of commentary around being lonely. Oh, like, oh, that's too bad. Why? Oh, geez. You know, and why? <laughs> you know, I feel like I can just hear it now. And the thing is, it's it's okay. It's telling me something, right? It's telling me something. And that's like what I need to recognize that. And I think I did, right? And I took, I took, um, I have taken and am still taking steps to work on that. But I love that. 
our bodies are set up to help us recognize this thing and say, hey, you need to go out there and get some really meaningful connection, um, you know, because you need it. So I don't know, I thought that was like, in a way, just a really beautiful story um, and a really beautiful learning. And I really wanted to share it with you. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I thought I was done, but I wasn't. So the researcher that she's talking about in this chapter says that, you know, the negative connotation of loneliness comes from the way that it's been defined historically. And I can't, I can't remember word for word, you know, the, the definitions that he, he said, um, loneliness began with, but one of them said no redeeming qualities, like, uh, worthlessness, no redeeming qualities, like just, you know, anyway, was not a positive thing. Right. And he said as an example, and I thought this was so good and I wanted to share it with you. Um, think about how many, you know, crime TV shows and things we've seen where the bad guy, the criminal is described as a loner. Ooh, he was a real loner, you know, like we knew something was off because he was such a loner. So I feel like that is just a really good um, example of how it, how the term got such a negative connotation. But what I really wanted to come back and share with you is this incredible insight that as as our species has evolved into a really um, pack based, you know, pack mentality kind of species, so has our biology. And what happens now is when we perceive loneliness, we perceive ourselves to be pushed to the side of a social circle or whatever, our brain goes into self-preservation mode. So we might want to reach out and connect because we're feeling lonely. We're feeling like we need connection, but our brain is trying to override what we are doing by putting us in self-preservation mode to keep us safe. And that looks like um, less empathy, more defensiveness, um, less sleeping even, um, restlessness, uh, just, just like things that would make it harder for you to have those meaningful connections. Our body is actually doing that for us as a defense mechanism to keep us safe because it perceives this loneliness as an actual threat to our existence. Because again, connection is as primal a need as food and water. And they said, and I thought this was so crazy, that loneliness, like, you know, momentary loneliness or temporary loneliness, short-lived loneliness actually breeds long-term loneliness because of this chemical, you know, reaction in our brain that is trying to keep us in self-preservation mode when we're trying to connect. So it, it, that is to say, like, if you're feeling lonely, don't ignore it. Don't let it go unchecked because this is what she says almost word for word, but unchecked loneliness breeds long-term loneliness and long-term loneliness as I just read, is like actually very dangerous for our bodies. Um, they were going through a list of, um, I think it's like de um, increased um, 
potential for death. I know that there's like a better word for it, you know, and they're talking about heart disease. I think um, obesity makes you 20% more likely to have early death and smoking makes you 30% more likely to experience early death. Loneliness makes you 45, 45% more likely to experience early death. Loneliness, you guys, like this is mind blowing to me. Loneliness can be more deadly than smoking, than heart disease, than obesity. And it yet it goes unchecked. We don't talk about it. We don't, it's, we feel shame around it. We, we see the clues that we're feeling lonely and we don't do anything about it. We push it to the side and think, oh, we have more important things to do. But <clears throat> do we? Like, oh my gosh, I just thought that was the most mind-blowing thing. And I was super excited to uh, be able to share that with you. I'd love to hear what you guys think about this because I am just like mind blown over here and I think it's I think this is interesting because it leads into a more juicy conversation in my mind which is like what kinds of relationships and even friendships at this stage in your life feel the most true to you and feel like the best kind of belonging to you you know what I mean like where do you where do you feel the best and what does that look like and has that changed over time and like can loneliness happen from from like a change in the way that you are feeling in your social groups like I wonder I really wonder about this I would just die to be able to hear (laughs) what you guys think about all of this I I'm just so excited. Okay, so something really funny happened. I recorded this episode in two segments probably like two months ago when I was actively reading The Atlas of the Heart. And just yesterday, I recorded a new episode also on loneliness, but was born out of having like a huge revelation about my um, sort of, you know, experience with loneliness recently, which I also touch on in this episode. But it's funny because as I was recording yesterday, I think I even said in the episode, like, gosh, it feels like I may have told you this before. And that wasn't a lie. I, I was thinking like, gosh, this feels so similar to something I may have already recorded that I went back and looked in my old recordings. And sure enough, there were two segments about loneliness um, born from, you know, the my having re- read Atlas of the Heart. And so it's really interesting. And um, I decided to post the portions about Atlas first, because then the episode that I just recorded yesterday, I think gives some interesting insight uh, into like my own revelations about what was happening for me in loneliness, which I think would be good after you have heard about like the research on loneliness. So it gives like a little bit of context. So it's kind of neat. Like I'm sharing, you know, what 
we learn from Brene Brown in her book and all of the researchers that she worked with regarding loneliness. And then the next episode is sort of my own personal experience with it. Um, and so I think that's kind of neat. So I hope that you guys like it. I honestly feel like this is one of the most important episodes I've done just because this has touched me so personally that I would imagine there are also people out there that it has touched as well and I think like listening and understanding the the larger impact that loneliness can have on us biologically and physiologically is really important so that when we begin to feel that um, sort of feeling or take place we can kind of at least recognize it and do what we can to to change that so that we don't get stuck in these holding patterns of of more and more loneliness which as you heard can be pretty damaging so I hope you guys like it I think it's kind of silly that I I you get to hear almost in real time like my own experience and how it unfolds so I hope you enjoy it let me know what you think um, and as always thanks so much for being here